The Mishnah wants to answer the question, what happens if you make a dough, but you intend to divide the dough into portions that are smaller than the requisite amount to take challah, and give it to different individuals who will take it home and take them separately? So the Mishnah says it depends. It gives two cases. The first case it says, Nachtom, if you have a baker, He's preparing a dough for being apportioned to different pieces and to get different purchasers. The case of soor, soor means sourdough. Nowadays, when we want to leaven our bread, we will add yeast to the flour and then mix it with the water, and that will give us our agent to make the dough rise. In the time of Chazal, they didn't have isolated yeasts. What they would do is they would take um, aged doughs that already had begun to ferment from natural yeast in the air and then use that kind of old dough, sourdough, to ferment the next batch of dough. That's what's happening here. You have the baker who's making a dough, and it's going to be um, for saor, meaning sourdough, a leavening agent, which will then be lechalek, sold to different purchasers. Chayav bachala, assuming the dough he's making has the 43.2 eggs worth of flour, then he must take chala from the dough. In contrast, we'll say, If different housewives gave flour to a baker to prepare for them sourdough, and he combines, the baker combines the flour that the women gave him into a single batch of dough, and that single batch of dough has the requisite amount, 43.2 eggs um, worth of flour. So notwithstanding the fact that the dough now has enough flour to have the limit, the usual required amount for separating challah. Nevertheless, assuming that none of the women by themselves individually provided the 43.2 eggs worth of flour, then in such a scenario, the baker does not separate any challah, that those exempt from the challah requirement. And the difference between the first and the second case is as follows. In the first case, the owner of the dough is the baker. And although it's true he's preparing it for sale and intends to send it to different people's homes, it's very possible that either A, he'll find one person who wants to buy the whole dough or enough dough to constitute the requisite amount that it by itself would in challah, or B, perhaps even more importantly, if he doesn't find buyers, he'll keep it for himself. So that being the case, it's not certain that this dough will be divided into portions less than the usual amount, the requisite amount, I should say, for challah. In contrast, if you have women providing flour to the baker to prepare this batch of saor of stardo for them, for sure, after he prepares a dough, he will divide it into smaller pieces. And since it's certain that the dough will be divided into separate pieces, each less than the requisite amount, such dough is exempt from the challah requirement, unless, of course, a single woman provided enough flour, 43.2 eggs worth of flour, in which case the whole batch of dough needs to have the challah separated and it will go for not just the woman who provided the large amount of flour, but for the other women as well. That is to say, if he's going, the baker is going to take the proper amount of challah, as we'll describe how much that is later on, um, he will base his calculations based on the entire quantity of dough and not just on the portion that the larger portion that the one woman gave him worth of uh, flour that's requisite. He'll take dough, he'll take challah on the entire dough for everybody, and that's a requirement.